There's a lot of confusion over the rapture and the second coming, with many Christians believing they're the same event or not quite knowing how to differentiate in which is which. I'm bringing back my Bible teacher and friend, Chet Morton, to help us sort these things out on the Cross References podcast. Cross-references podcast, where you learn how every small piece of the Bible tells one big story, and most importantly, how they all connect to the cross and Christ. Whether you're a new Christian or a veteran Bible reader, my goal is that God's Word will make more sense to you after every episode. And so today, I'm going to continue a conversation that I started last time on the program. Uh, I was interviewing my friend Chet Morton, and we were talking about some Bible prophecy subjects. And so I meant to kind of do two different um, programs, but the, <laughs> we got disconnected on our phone line and I had to reconnect. And then, and the way it kind of worked out on that is that once we reconnected, we just kind of started talking about this, this su- stuff of the, the rapture and the second coming. So it, it just kind of all flowed together. That's why last time I had to cut off the program, um, a little abruptly. And then this week, we're just going to resume that conversation. And so if you just want to join that conversation in a moment, um, we're going to be talking about some Bible prophecy subjects, and then we're going to get into this stuff about the rapture and the second coming. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, and uh, I won't get another chance to say this, but um, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you leave us a five-star review if you can. And always feel free to leave a comment or send us an email. It's at crossreferencespodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your feedback and love to feature some back and forth with our listeners on future episodes of the show. So make sure you leave some feedback if you got an idea or comment or question about or, or criticism about anything we talked about today. And uh, with that, let's join my conversation now with Chet Morton. a little bit about when Christ comes at the end of the tribulation. Uh, all those things that have happened during the tribulation will be put down. Uh, Christ, will, Christ will fight the battle of Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Blood will run to the horse's bridle for 187 miles. Uh, I've been to that valley uh, there on a, on a hill next to it. And uh, that valley that starts out, we were on this, I believe the southern end of it. It indeed is, I'm going to estimate it was 10, 12 miles wide mm. and very deep. There's a valley that goes for 187 miles. The blood is going to run in that thing to the horse's bridle for that whole length. It's not going to be good. When that is over with, Christ sets up his kingdom. Mm. And things are, things are now, now we got, praise the Lord, Jesus is here. He's in control. And the thousand year millennial reign begins. Mm-hmm. And isn't that interesting? It's the seventh one, as I told you earlier, uh, the, the number of God's God's uh, goodness. Everything good about God is in that number seven. Right. But anyhow, we go forward there, and Jesus is in control. He's king over it. He builds a temple. The temple that Jesus built, I've, I've looked at some different uh, teachers who've talked about that. Uh, every year... Uh, emissaries from all the nations are going to have to come and pay uh, pay homage to him. 
mm-hmm. after that starts and for that thousand years. And the the courtyard alone holds two million people. That's how big it is. Wow. But everything's going to change uh, during that time of the uh, that is when the the uh, Satan is going to be thrown into the the uh, prison. Mm hmm. And he's going to be there until the end of that thousand years. He's going to be brought out and judged and cast into hell. Now, I want to tell you something. I've got, I think I said earlier, I've got a Thursday night Bible study we do. Recently, I've been showing a lot of films and um, showed a film just this last week of a depiction of hell and people being thrown in it. It was so realistic. I believe it, it. Nobody, anybody that saw that would not not once thrown into hell for all eternity without salvation, without hope. And uh, that's why all of our mind, starting with me, is to give the gospel to everybody that comes in my sight. And uh, But anyhow, the that time period is uh, coming up. All this stuff right now with, with the war going on with Ukraine, Russia is GOG. And their leader, Russia is Magog, and their leader is Gog. That would be the the president that's there now. Mm-hmm. That's always been that way. Russia has always been somewhat what they are, especially a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I tell people, the, do you understand where the why the Great Wall of China was built? And it was because of the Scythians. Oh, really? And the Scythians were the ancient Russians. Right. And they were they were warriors of of the uh, a strong degree, but anyhow, I'll shut that down for a minute. But anyhow, uh, well, if it just make sure I understood you on that, but it's because they've always been kind of controlled by the same spirit. It's that Gog that the Bible talks about. He's like, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Eze- Ezekiel thirty eight and thirty nine, Gog and Magog are going to come against Israel. Now they're going to do a lot more than that, and a lot of people think the what we're seeing now is a warm up. Hmm. To that, and I do too. Mm-hmm. I think every remember the first three and a half years of the of the tribulation period will be mild, mild compared to the last three mm-hmm. and a half. And so they are warming up now for what they're going to do then. And so anyhow, uh, Russia, what Gog Magog, Russia is who that is, and they are going to start a war that will be uh, horrific. And that's that's the thing, and that's when God steps in, and he takes care of business there with that, and he saves. But again, remember, as I told you a while ago, mm-hmm. two-thirds of the Jewish people will die during that time, and the third that remains will start all over as Christ has has taken care of all the all the unbelievers and and taken over and the millennium has started the seventh millennium yeah and uh, there again I can't emphasize enough that we're we're at the end of the sixth one now six thousand years and 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 I can't emphasize how enough and how important that is that everybody be saved mm. everybody be saved yeah so that's yeah. our job well and as we kind of think about things heading towards the the end game that God has for planet Earth. Um, we thought it was close four or five years ago, but doesn't it yeah. just seem like ever since, you know, all this COVID stuff and the other stuff that happened in 2020, so much stuff has changed about the world. Man, it seems like we're so much closer than, you know, we thought we were close then, but man, it seems like we're taking several steps closer now. Yes. 
Well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I, I, COVID was terrible. It's man-made. It's killing people. Those shots are killing people. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to scare anybody that took them because they didn't know any better. But I'm just saying that's what's going on. But anyhow, the... Um, well, you can see it with your own eyes, no matter what they say on the news. I mean, you watch it with your own eyes, people dropping dead, um, yeah, spiking heart attacks exactly and, right. and blood clots and all. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Listen to this now. This is what will not change. And this is what we'll, we, we can watch. When Israel became a nation again, May 14th, 1948, that was the last straw. And, the, and I think, I believe it was Jesus himself said, the generation that sees this, the, the coming back of the Jews back into their own country and becoming a nation again, mm-hmm. this generation shall not pass till all things be fulfilled. Well, let me tell you something. A generation is considered either 70 or 80 years. You do the math. Yeah. <laughs> you do the math. <laughs> now, about right where since, we are. You know, the last 30 years, I've thought it could happen in any time. Yeah. And you know what? That's not a bad thing. Wanting the Savior to come. That's not a bad thing. Oh, yeah. But I. But if you take, if you take the what I just gave you there, the generation that sees Israel back as a nation, mm-hmm. uh May 14th, 1948, this generation shall not pass till all things be for fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're headed we're at, now put, put together with that. We've got uh, somewhere around 8 billion people on the earth right now. Never had that many people. Right. And the, the powers that be don't like that. They want to cut. I've read this. They want to cut the population down from eight million, eight billion. I'm sorry, eight billion, down to five hundred million. Hmm. They've written it. Uh, it was on the Georgia Guidestones. I've got pictures of the. If you don't know what the Georgia Guidestones are, some years ago, uh, a man gave a false name and somebody gave him a lot of money, or he was rich, mm-hmm. but he was a part of this. And they set this Georgia Guidestones up down in Georgia. And it had several things on it that they intended to do. And one of the first thing was to reduce the population of the earth hmm. down to 500 million. That's, and here, uh, if you recall uh, a few months ago, there was an explosion and they, someone blew that thing up. Hmm. Really? And I'm not sure they might not have been the ones that blow, blew it up because they're trying to cool everything off, but they're, they're, what Satan has in mind to do, he's not going to stop. Yeah. It's really important for all of us to, to get people saved, hmm. get the gospel to them, because I'm talking, it could be any day. If you take 2030, if, if they're right on that 6,000-year mark at 2030, mm-hmm. and you have a seven-year tribulation period that comes out of that, are you listening? Uh-huh. 2023, we're, now I'm not setting a date, but I'm telling you, this is scripture. Yeah. It's very close. We have a, a, a people wanting to rule the world. They're taking over now. The, the, the COVID thing was a total sham to put fear in people. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they could take an, over and control the people. I have no doubt of that whatsoever in my mind. It's happening now. You know, it's, it's happening right now. It's kind of interesting that a lot of these people, you know, pulling the strings behind the scenes, a lot of these elites and the world leaders, they would love to, to as you were saying, bring down the population of the earth. But then, yes. then you read in Revelation 
uh, you look at God's plan for the end times, that has quite a bit of population reduction too. <laughs> you know, some of these, well, some of these prophecies. That's, that's that's why it's called prophecy. He's telling the future in advance. Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely, thought, he is. Thought it was kind of interesting that their plans and God's plans kind of parallel there, um, but they're not going to have yeah. as much control as they think. You know, during those end times. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so on this subject of. Um, the, the rapture and the second coming, um, you know, a lot of people confuse those two things. And yeah. and there are some, though, there are some differences when you're reading in Scripture to know which one you're talking about. And um, so, for example, the second coming, that couldn't necessarily happen just at any moment. There's, there's a lot of things that have to take place before Jesus comes for the second time. On the other right. hand, the rapture could be any moment, couldn't it? That's right. And when the rapture happens, we're with him in heaven for seven years, and we come back with him to rule and reign with him during the millennium. Mm-hmm. But we're in glorified bodies, and everything will be different. And yeah. does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So you, you could say that yeah. in the rapture, Christ comes for his saints, but in yes. the second coming, there aren't, doesn't it say that we come with him? At That's that right. That's exactly right. We mm-hmm. come with him. Uh, everything will be different. The, the, just think back uh 6,000 years mm-hmm. and the fall of man. Oh, what a horrible thing that was. Mm-hmm. Horrible. And God has not given up. I mean, sent his only begotten son into the world to die for us. Humanity must be very important to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And what he started, he wants to finish, and he's going to finish it. And the finish will last for all eternity. But my, my, how God loves us. Hmm. It's uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah. Here's another difference in the two. Um, and tell me if I got this right. So in the rapture, all it says is that Jesus comes in the air, uh, that he doesn't come actually down to the earth physically. But at the second coming, he literally does touch down to the ground. Would that be accurate? That is exactly right. When he comes in the air, we are changed. The dead in Christ rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up. That's where that we get that word, caught up, mm-hmm. parpazzo. And uh, we will meet him in the air. That's the difference. The, when, he, when he comes to, uh, to the earth, that's the next time, seven years later. Mm-hmm. And we are with him. We are with him. And uh, when all this gets over, and time is nothing to the Lord, that thousand-year millennial reign will be uh, near perfect. Mm-hmm. Say near, the reason I say near perfect is there'll be sinful people that make it through the uh, tribulation period and they will get saved. Mm-hmm. But they'll be human. They'll still be human like we are now. And they will begin to repopulate the earth. But Christ will be ruling over the entire world. Uh, let's say the universe. How about that? Right. But. But he, the, it's, the differences are easy to see if you study it out. Hmm. Well, here's a question I had for you. So um, obviously, right before the second coming, uh, it's a time of much <laughs> destruction, judgment, calamity taking place across yes. the earth. But yes. um, what would you just? What do you think? Uh, right before the rapture, do you think it it's going to be a time of turmoil, or do you think it'll be a time of of comfort or peace and safety? You know, it, how do you see the world at that time? I think I think it's going to be somewhat like it is now. When that when when the, of course when the rapture takes place, we're gone. Mm-hmm. And when when the unbelieving are left, they will have to believe in the antichrist. 
And uh, that's going to be a, once the person makes that choice, mm-hmm. it's over. There's no hope for them. Yep. And uh, that's why right now today, as I continue to say, all of us that say, name the name of Christ as our Savior, need to be telling our neighbors and everybody, you know, I I get in trouble a lot, but I don't really care. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to tell people about Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. I see things happening, you know, and people belonging to certain organizations and their their pastors and their people in churches. And I tell you, it's not right. And uh, I won't mention it here, but uh, we ought to be every Christian ought to be totally sold out to Jesus only. Mm -hmm. Jesus only. And uh, we ought to be very careful to uh, keep that in our thoughts, in our mind. Every person we see. Uh, it's real easy to witness somebody. Everybody comes in front of me. I'm old enough now. I don't, don't, I'm not bashful anymore. I just ask them, do you go to church somewhere? Or are you a Christian? Mm-hmm. And I try to get a conversation started. And even if they don't become a Christian right then, you can put the gospel. If you can give them the gospel, they have the gospel in their mind to think about. Yeah, And the Holy Spirit has something to work with when we walk away. Mm. So... Very important when the Christians need to be soul winning. Right. Right. Well, you, we can't always get them saved right there on the spot, but if we can plant a seed, give them something to, to germinate. Yes, sir. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let me let me throw this one at you, too. I was listening to another podcast. It's called Prophecy Pros. It has uh, Jeff Kinley on it, which he came to Joplin not too long ago. And, and actually, I don't know if you heard Chet. He's coming back. He's going to be coming back in May. But um, yeah, he's good. I I know of him. Yeah, I've read a few of his books. He's got some really some really good ones. He's got a prophecy podcast, and so he made this comment the other day. He said, "At the rapture, Jesus takes people out of the grave. At the second coming, Jesus puts people in the grave." <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's another guy named Billy Crone, uh-huh. and he's from Las Vegas, Nevada, and he's an outstanding Bible prophecy guy. And uh, we've I've listened to him and I've used him a lot in my Thursday night study, let people uh, see uh, what he has found and, and teaches and uh, lets people see really what's going on around him. And uh, he's the one that played the video. The video was his. I told you earlier about uh, that we showed for um Showed literally showed a hell, a picture of a depicting hell mm. and people being thrown into and the screaming and the the cries never stop. Yeah. And uh, he's very, very outstanding minister of the gospel, especially right now with what's going on. Yeah. Is there, Billy Crone, is that what you said? Is it C-R-O-N-E? Yeah, Billy Crone. Okay. Yeah. It, it and, looks like he's got a website here. Is it called God.TV? Does that sound like his website? Uh, could be. I can't remember. Okay. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a time where there's so many great resources out there. That's a great blessing of the time that we live in is there's so many Bible teachings out there and so many of them are free and so easy to access. Um, That's right. (laughs) People have no excuse not to be uninformed. That's right. You have people like Jan Markell, Mm -hmm. a Jewish lady who's a Christian, and she started a ministry. and, And a lot of these guys we're talking about, Jeff Kinley has spoken her things. Mm. Uh, and the one the gentleman I just talked about has spoken in her things. Many of them, uh, Amir Sarfati, uh, a Jewish man yep. that lives on the uh, he lives on the side edge, you might say, of where that great battle of Armageddon is going to take place in Israel. He sh- he's shown pictures uh, of his home over there. It's amazing. But uh, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, I've read a few of his books too, and I've been following him. And maybe that's maybe we should close down maybe with this. Let's talk about a current event because um, you've probably been paying attention to the, the kind of like a civil war, not literally, but kind of a civil war breaking out over there in in Israel. Um, that there's a lot of conflict going on right at the moment. Yes, well, that's that's bound to happen. That's to me that's part of prophecy. I was listening and reading today, and there's a there's a verse, and I can't call it the number of the verse right now, but it talked about Israel and it really it really had to do with homosexuality and it was talking about Israel. Uh-huh. Well, I've been to Israel and uh I never understood until someone told me that Israel per capita has the most uh uh what's the word I want to use? Rate of people of that nature. Yeah. At that, at that sin city, they have marches down the streets of their largest cities over there, uh-huh. homosexual marches. That, and that the biggest homosexual per capita in the world is in Israel. And mm-hmm. it talks about that in the scripture. Well, the the thing that comes to mind for me is, I think, Revelation 11, and it's talking about the city of Jerusalem, but it calls it, it says this in Revelation 11, literally, it says it's spiritually called Sodom in Egypt. And you hit it right on the nose. That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. You found you you brought the verse forward for me. Yeah. But yeah, that so here you have God's very f- favorite people. Mm-hmm. His people. The Jesus came as a Jew. And coming into this last time and it's no wonder that two thirds of them will die during that time. Yeah, it's and it's just we have. <laughs> I don't think there's any way of getting around it. The world right now is pathetic. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not apathetic. It's pathetic. Right. And it's it's the 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 people of your news organizations, your your uh, people in Washington D.C., the uh-huh. politicians. About ninety eight percent of them are crooked, and all they want to do is get along. And I think what they're doing, I, I believe God is holding this back. They can't do what they want to do with God in control. Mm-hmm. Now listen to this close, because this is important. Every Christian has God in him, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. They cannot conclude or take their sin to the nth degree, as we say, as it shows in the book of Revelation, until the church has been raptured out. Mm. Right. And when that happens, pardon my uh, statement, but all hell is going to break loose. Demonic, the, the, the world we live in is going to be a demonic mess. Mm. And Mr. Good Guy, this, the Antichrist, is going to come in the first three and a half years. Uh, they're going to everybody just going to love him to pieces. He's going to be so wonderful. And then at the middle of it, it, during that first three and a half years, he'll help Israel rebuild their temple. And Israel will be so because there there are some a, a religious group also in Israel, mm-hmm. and that is God's chosen people. And Israel is God's land. That's where Jesus will rule from. But Anyhow, you see what I'm saying. The uh, yeah, there's no get, there's no getting around it. In the middle of the three and a half years, when they he's going to let them build that temple, then then 
he is going to go inside that temple. By the way, that's that's it. Kind of makes me wonder if the if the Antichrist isn't going to be Jewish. Hmm. And uh, I don't know. It's it's not. I'm not making a statement here. I'm just saying he's going to be allowed in that temple. He is going to defile the temple by uh, sacrificing a hog, a pig, inside the temple. And then he's going to tell him what he's all about, and the Jews are going to run. Yeah, they'll realize they made a mistake. Yeah, the Antichrist is going to defile the temple of God, and that was going to be rebuilt there. And uh, he's going to help them do it. He's going to be so happy, and they're going to be buds. Mm. And anyhow, you you get my drift. Yeah. you know, At that point, he tries to kill off all Israel, and he gets two-thirds of it done. Yeah. I was just going to say, that kind of makes me think of this one thing that, I, I notice sometimes about Christians is, is yes, the Jewish people, they are God's chosen people that he worked through yes. a lot in the Old Testament. I think some Christians get the wrong idea about that, and they kind of almost idolize Jewish people. You know, they think, oh, you're extra holy. Your your biblical insights are like extra deep, you know, because you're Jewish. And yeah. But if they're not a Christian, if they're not a saved Jewish person, you know, we got to remember, like, they're they're just as far from God as anybody. <laughs> and, That's right. And uh, That's right. And like we're talking about what's going on in—, in I think, yeah, Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, they're like considered the gay capital of the Middle East because it's the only country where you can be openly gay over there. But it flourishes over there in that country. And it it is, you know, they are collectively, I'm not saying this about every single one of them. There's there's some saved Jewish people, but collectively, I mean, they are very far from God and are just as wicked and debased as anyone. And and it's why God is going to use that tribulation period to snap them out of it and wake them up. Would, Would that be correct to say? Yeah, there are, when we, when I was in Israel, uh, we had a pastor, a Jewish pastor from a Jewish church comes on a Sunday morning and, and talk to this group that went over there on the, on the big plains, you know. And, uh, he was, he was right on. He was right on. Mm-hmm. But he told us that there was about 15,000 Christians in, in Israel. I think he said, yeah, he said Israel, not Jerusalem, but in Israel. Yeah. And so there are Christians. There are there are a lot of Jews that are saved, and they are uh, extremely good at learning and teaching the Bible because the Bible actually is a Jewish book. Right. That you might say they have a head start once they get the Holy Spirit and get saved. Uh, and not necessarily in that order. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They they have they have a knack for knowing their God's Bible. Right. Now that they know it, they have an advantage there if, Christ, if they get saved. Oh, it was it was a wonderful deal to be in and to talk to. Mm. Yeah. Well, I and I'd love to go over there to Israel someday myself. Um hopefully I hopefully I can before it's <laughs> I know I guess I'll get there eventually whether it's in this <laughs> in this yeah. life or the next one but um, I'm not sh- I'm not sure I'd want to go back now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm yes. serious. Yeah. I I think I see things I see things getting worse and better, worse and better. And, and, and like I say, we'll be out of here before the, I, I think soon, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't set dates, but I do believe it's close. Yeah. Well, that's what we want to remind people is to always be ready because uh, the, the yes. second coming is at least at, at any given moment, it's, it's at least seven years away, but the rapture, that's that right. could be any moment. And so we just always that's want right. to be ready. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, okay. I guess we'll go ahead and close it down there for today. Uh, But this has been Luke Taylor with the Cross References Podcast. I've been talking to Chet Morton, Bible prophecy expert, as uh, as you can hear. And so, hey, Chet, thanks for being with us on the show. You bet. Glad to do it.